Hello, Internet. My name is Walter Seades Fedchuk, and welcome to an incredibly, incredibly special edition of the Final Cut Podcast presented by the Rough Drafts Podcast Network. I have very respectfully asked my co-host, Chase Wassener, to not include the title of today's film in the podcast title because it's a surprise. Um, not for us. We decided what film we're going to watch. But for you, the viewer, because today is a very special episode, uh, if I calculated everything correctly, today should be th day 364 of the return of the Rough Drafts podcast, uh, which means we hit the year mark. We hit a year, Chase. We, we did. This is the 26th episode of Final Cut since we've been back. And... You're the only person on the planet that I think could do this episode with me. This is true. I I may be one of five people alive today who still has an affection for the film we're going to talk about. Um, so I'm very excited. This, this has been a moment in the making for a while now. Um, I'm, I'm very excited for what we have in store. And I... I mean, what what can you say about the film we're going to talk about today, Walter? Well, I can say one thing, and if the first movie that went to your folks' heads at home is Hamlet the Vampire Slayer, I can tell you that is not the movie we are about to talk about, <laughs> although I have watched the movie. Chase did provide me with a copy of the movie. I have watched it. I don't think we could do an episode about it. I think, <laughs> I think truly there is nothing that we can discuss about that movie that makes any sense. It is something that has to be experienced, and it has to be watched. But Chase, you have convinced me to watch another terrible movie. Why are you doing this to me? Look, man, I love terrible films, uh, but this terrible film came to me by complete accident. When I was in freshman year in college, I was introduced to thatguywiththeglasses.com, uh, which was doing movie reviews of bad films from a variety of different perspectives. And I'm like, you know... I like the idea of doing video reviews for things and I'm too lazy to learn how to do it properly, which, you know, like, hey, hey, like this is a side project for me while I'm doing school and other things. But what can I do that would fit a similar format to what those channels were doing, but cover something that no one else is covering? So I at least had a chance of getting people to watch. And I realized I hadn't done animated films. So I looked at all of the animated films that came out in 2010, because that was uh, a year that had been completed by the time I took on this project. And I thought that would be a good place to start. And the film that we are talking about is one that is surprisingly near and dear to my heart. It is one that I use as a, you know, to try to weed out actual self-depreciating jokes about myself. Um, I, I have chosen uh, I Am Worse Than a Terrible Film. And the terrible film that was on that list that is now going to be beamed into your eyeballs is Space Chimps 2 Zartog Strikes Back. And I got to tell you, Walter, I've seen this film several times and... While there is a lot I know about this film, and I imagine not a lot that you know about this film, what I know 
does not matter because nothing about this film matters. This is a vacuum of a film and I can't wait to fill it with uh, our back and forth because, oh my God, it is amazing that this is a thing that exists. Yes. So you, you have brought this up a lot in the history of the podcast, even, even dating way back when we were doing esports coverage five plus years ago, you know, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was, it was one of those things of like, it's been a year back. Like, Hey, let this is, you know, this is just a, a friendly project that Chase and I both do where it gives us an opportunity to hang out with each other. Right. And let's celebrate bringing this back with something special. What could we do? We thought about it. We thought about it. Okay, it's got to be something relatively short. We don't want to do a four-hour Lord of the Rings extended cut podcast here. Like, we don't want to do something that. We wanted it to be funny because we wanted to have, like, you know, joke about it and have stuff to talk about. And we weren't going to do Hamlet Vampire Slayer, which I have watched. It it is an experience. Yes. Uh, It is... is it is not something that can be described. But there I'm pretty sure... There was a lost episode of the GGWP on Hamlet the Vampire Slayer that I will try to bully Devin into releasing at some point. Because <laughs> it does need to be talked about. But I already did that podcast, so we're not doing it here, damn it. Yeah. Hamlet the Vampire Slayer is like the, the, the Holy Grail. It's like the Ark of the Lost Covenant. It is a relic that if you are lucky enough to stumble upon it experience it move on and something tells me space chimps 2 is more like walking behind a burger king and seeing like the used boxes that the fries come in sitting next to the dumpster above the grease trap that's Mm. sort of what i look at it what i'm expecting um but chase this is space chimps 2 Mm -hmm. uh zartog strikes back yes so clearly there is a space chimps 1 Please, I I know absolutely nothing about the Space Chimps cinematic universe. Um, What have I missed? What do I need to know going into Space Chimps 2? Yeah, so this is... Here's what you need to know about Space Chimps. First of all, the movie was successful. It made $64 million at the box office, almost $65 million, uh, which was nearly double its budget, which is why we have a sequel in the first place. There was also a video game on the Xbox uh, that was apparently pretty good like surprisingly decent for a movie tie-in um it's not a great film but i will give you a rundown of a film of, of what happened because it is at the very least a film uh essentially uh there was a nasa space probe infinity that was dragged into an intergalactic wormhole and crashed on the other side of the galaxy on an earth-like planet named malgor which is populated by a bunch of colorful alien beings uh, who are being uh, kind of suppressed by Zartog, an evil-minded inhabitant, this like purple freaky dude, uh, who accidentally discovers how to take manual control of the machinery and uses it to enslave the Malgor population. Faced with possible extinction of both the Infinity Satellite and their budget, the scientists hire multiple chimpanzees as astronauts, to regain contact with the probe, because that's obviously uh, a lot easier to justify than sending humans through a wormhole. Uh, This includes technical genius Comet, Lieutenant Luna, and Commander Titan. Uh, Titan, of course, being played by Patrick Warburton, uh, because (laughs) Patrick Warburton is here for reasons that I'm sure 
make a ton of sense. Um, the senator also, uh, the senator, by the way, uh, being played by Stanley Tucci, of all people, adds Ham the Third, the grandson of the first champ- chimpanzee to make it into space, who works as a cannonball at the circus. Um, despite not having much interest in this, Ham does indeed get launched through with Luna and Titan, while Comet stays back and uh, does some tech things for the team. Uh, they enter the wormhole. There's some back and forth about dealing with the henchmen. Um, Ham and Luna kind of get separated from Titan, who decides to teach the bad guy all of the things that he needs to know to be even more evil, because it turns out no one in this film is particularly smart. Ham calls the space chimps a joke. There's a back and forth fight slash romantic tension between him and Luna. Uh, and there's this... It, it all culminates with Zartog using this probe that Titan has uh, taught him how to use to try to destroy them. But eventually uh, they trick him into thinking uh, that he could dominate the universe uh, by hitting a button that actually ejects him from the seat. Um, they make contact with Comet uh, and uh, end up getting back to Earth safe and sound, uh, redesigning the probe as they need to to get off the planet's gravity. Um, and Ham ultimately, uh, despite thinking that this whole thing was very dumb and uh, had too much of an ego to uh, see himself as part of the team for most of the film, finally realizes that he can be the leader here, sticks the landing, and saves the day, uh, with the senator deciding to increase the program's funding so that a film like Space Chimps 2 can happen. Does any of that make sense to you, Walter? I. It sounds like a kid's movie, that, that the mm-hmm. villain was tricked into pressing the button mm-hmm. that, um, that, that kicked him out. Yeah. He's very dumb. Zartog <laughs> is not a villain that can be taken very seriously because all of his gains come from other characters being even dumber than he is. Um, you're going to be surprised to hear this was not a film that got a ton of love from critics. It got a 33% on the tomato meter with 92 reviews. Um, though audiences gave it a B plus on an A plus to F scale from cinema score. So I guess people just liked seeing monkeys in space, including, by the way, Roger Ebert gave Space Chimps three stars as a review, which is wild to me. Um, it's a very messy film, but it is a film and there are some funny moments in there, which is why we're not watching that one. That one's whatever. It's a bad film, but it's a kid's film and it has its moments and we can all move on with our lives. Space Chimps 2 has a 0% on the tomato meter. Space Chimps 2 did so badly internationally that they changed their mind and made it a direct-to-DVD movie instead. Space Chimps 2 still features Patrick Warburton, by the way. He came back, as did Stanley Tucci, but a lot of the rest of this has changed. Um, So we have a, a different cast, some characters that have been kind of uh, rewritten to ignore a lot of the things that I just taught you. Um, and so we're about to go on a journey, Walter. Uh, and we're doing this journey, by the way, on HBO Max. So for people who want to follow along at home, we will count you down. We will let you know when we are starting. And we can you can watch along with us and enjoy the ride that is 
Space Chimps 2, Zartog Strikes Back. And and in all honesty, I'm excited. I've, I've been like buzzing since we decided we were going to do this because this is, Chase has built this up onto a pedestal of bad movies. So for me to finally be able to experience it for the first time live on the Rough Drafts Podcast Network, not only with Chase, but with all of you listeners at home. Chase, there is only one other thing that we need to do before we can watch a terrible movie. And that is indulge in alcoholic beverages. Chase, (laughs) what will you be drinking this evening? I am all in on the uh, rum and coke hype train. I'm drinking it out of my always Rob insured banks behind the bastards mug. So I'm in the right mindset for this film. I am prepared. Uh, I will say my former roommate back when I was in college who I showed this film to, his strategy was to take a bottle of vodka just straight up and, in his words, drink until the movie stopped hurting his brain. Which, I will say, did not go very well for him on the next day, but did make it a very interesting experience at the time. What's your strategy here, Walter? See, now Chase told me about his former roommate's strategy, and I am a vodka guy. I do, I do enjoy my comrade Palmer's, which is uh, Arizona Arnold Palmer. And vodka. That is a patent-pending drink uh, for FedCheck Industries. Uh, No, I decided to watch a terrible movie. You need to go into the opposite direction. Uh, If I could, I would be watching this movie with a cigar and a leather wingback chair and a scotch. But I don't have any of those things. What I do have is a very nice bottle of St. Lawrence Spirit's Captain's Flask bourbon. And I am indulging in an old-fashioned to watch this not old-fashioned movie. <laughs> well, it, I gotta tell you, it looks a lot older than 2010. <laughs> You're gonna look at these visual effects and be like, what are we doing here? Um, how did they convince themselves to release in theaters in eight countries in the world? Um, I'm not sure, one. Chase. That is that is what we are about to discover. <laughs> <laughs> shall, we, shall we get in? Or I, will you uh, do us the honor of counting us down? I will politely count us down, as we do to start the podcast, uh, before you even hear my introduction. In three, two, one, Space Chimps 2. Yes. There's the HBO. It is amazing, by the way, that Space Chimps 2 survived the purge that this company had, right? Like, Discovery cut so much shit, and Space Chimps 2 made the cut. I think it's one of those things where this movie is so not thought about that it's in, it's not even like in the attic, it's in like the dormer of the attic behind a half-finished wall and behind like six years worth of Christmas decorations that Warner Brothers just hasn't gotten to yet. They just, they haven't cleaned out the entire attic. They just got everything they could see. Now they can walk around up there and they're like, all right, cool, that's enough space for now. I can bring up some more boxes. They won't get to it until they're literally dead and their grandkids are going through the attic. <laughs> well, here we go. There's Zartog. That is not what I expected the villain to look like. <laughs> we got to start with the clip show, obviously. A recap. Yes, a- absolutely. Absolutely. You got to recap the first movie. It was so good. So, do they ever explain why the monkeys can talk? 
No, don't worry about it. But they can use communication technology to talk amongst each other. Wait, so they can't talk to humans? No, humans don't understand them. Okay, so only monkeys can understand monkeys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so monkeys run the space program for all intents and purposes. The scientists are just kind of there. They're there in the previous movie, or they're there ju- just there now? They're there both. Gotcha. Uh, they're around, for better and for worse. So, so all this preening and everything they're doing, it's just random monkeys. Like, the humans are probably going, like, what the fuck are these monkeys doing? Yes. Well, there were three monkeys that were trained for this, and then one guy they got out of a circus. Um, and that guy was the protagonist last time. This time, we're focused on Comet, the one guy who didn't get to go last time. He stayed at home to be the tech guy. Gotcha. This also looks like the beginning of a a Disney or a Universal Park ride. Mm Mm-hmm. There won't be much of a movie if you don't get here. <laughs> what a what a short call. <laughs> Just, hey, miss you. Yeah, cool. Bye. Listen, they met online. What do you expect? Hmm. It's internet dating. Well, as we all know, the most convenient way to get from point A to point B is a unicycle. So, It's a monkey. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> wait okay he does know how to ride it yes also our bad guy has been turned into chrome oh and wait <laughs> look at this dog what he's a lawn ornament <laughs> yeah we're gonna start with the dog pissing on our villain Yeah, I'm sure you did 300,000 crutches. After now seeing Titan, Patrick Warburton's the only person that can play this monkey. That's that's true. Literally the only person. Grade A banana. What does a grade C banana look like? So bananas have to have a very particular curve on them. And a grade C banana looks like a C. For the record, Comet did save all of their lives in the previous film with his tech help. And they do not give a fuck. Presidential helicopter. Got it. Yes. Not going to call it Marine Force One. Understand? Gotta give him some of the rum and coke. <laughs> okay, Uncle Rico. What is this banana phone?
I guess Jay Leno's still on the air? Wait, how is he gonna- Brokeback Monkey, what a reference. Yes. I, yeah, the monkey shampoo is an interesting product branding choice. But like, how 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 is he getting interviewed if they don't understand them? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I guess it's fine. Chase, there's logical inconsistencies here. I'm just. It's just a shame that Ham lost all of his character development from the first film. So, were, were Ham and Luna a thing at the end of the last film? And this is just like, she's sick of his shit? Or has she yes. always been sick of his shit? I mean, she was sick of his shit, and then they got together, and now she's sick of his shit again. Gotcha. Okay. Also, not much of a moonwalk. Just gonna say. I feel like he could do better. He could do it on literally the moon. Wow, that car didn't even pretend to slow down. <laughs> I will say that's some good unicycle control. I feel like they're missing a lot of opportunities for chimp puns here. Those cuts were a little weird there. <laughs> okay, we're going for colonies. Let's go. Colonize the moon. Let's go, baby. You know, that guy must have been really good at the guess how many jelly beans are in the jar competition. <laughs> it's a banana berry. God, I forgot about that. Oh my God. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I can see people going. <laughs> It's provocative. <laughs> what? Budget cuts? Yeah. They just spent, like, there was a whole rant about how much money they're spending. Oh, wait. That's right. It's because the military spends money on useless shit. Mm. You know, Raytheon wouldn't cut Comet. That's the real lesson here. Right, because they already would have killed him in weapons testing. <laughs> That's true. If only there was somewhere I belonged. 
Why was he smiling when he said all of that? <laughs> he was, he's smiling the entire time. <laughs> there wasn't enough budget to frown, unfortunately. <laughs> it does take more muscles to frown than to smile. Also, why did he need to go to the ship if he could just do this video call anywhere? So hold on. Does he stow away? Does he sabotage one of the other monkeys? Or does he take his own rocket? Well, I'll say one of those options is a lot closer to what happens than the other. <laughs> Shoots himself out of a cannon. Got it. <laughs> Why is he still doing the cannonball trick if he's got all these sponsor deals? I couldn't give a shit about you. <laughs> You're my personal assistant. Why are you... You were just here. <laughs> like, we started the film here. Why are you still full of amazement? <laughs> and he's been, he's been involved in a launch mission before. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh. Yeah, man. Let's go. Wait. You're a tech genius and you're gonna parkour in? Absolutely. Also, I gotta say, I know people have been talking about Grand Theft Auto 6 a lot, but stealing a rocket with a monkey is a really nice twist for the franchise. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the No, man, this is all super dangerous for sure. Also, if it's a keypad, isn't he going to have the same problem? What? Why? Why is there a key? <laughs> Who was supposed to enter that way? Yeah, why is there an access port right there? <laughs> I do like this Payday 2 music. Mm -hmm. I like that the keypad goes to 12. The banana berry. Why did he do this on the other keypad? No, no, that one was different though. <laughs> that that's a good point. This one's a keypad, the other one was RFID. <laughs> Cause you can't spoof RFID with your phone. <laughs> Look, man, two-factor authentication wasn't a thing here in 2010, so really could have fixed a lot of problems. Oh my god, he accidentally launches it? Oh, of course he does, man! Oh my <laughs> god, no way! Yeah, it just hits the launch button for him. <laughs> what 
It was a metaphor. It was a metaphor for my emotions. Wait, so I want to be clear. If you don't have security permissions, then you have to launch? <laughs> yeah, no, that... Look, man, that ice cream's really tasty. You gotta give him credit. Like... <laughs> those scientists have their priorities on lock. Tom Hanks never would have let this happen. Oh, my lord. How could you, Jane Lynch? Who is somehow still in this film? Yeah. Fifteen minutes in, by the way, and our villain is still crook. And has now been pissed on twice. <laughs> oh no. Come on. <laughs> no. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. What? You think all the neighbors have concerns about how much the launch being near them would be like it's a good thing that it only makes a chrome person not chrome and doesn't do any damage to the house or whatever <laughs> oh my god that was so dumb oh and I gotta say it right to camera I'm the villain yeah he is very openly just evil Does he have a tie? <laughs> of course he does. He, he's old fashioned. <laughs> he said the thing. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. <laughs> yeah, shaking the laptop will do it. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how grandparent acts. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing all of this is autopiloted, I suppose. Right? What? When did you say this movie was? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. And we can't even fucking launch correctly. There are PS two games who put this graphics to shame. <laughs> Banana phone, banana phone. <laughs> yeah, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Oh, this is great. I'm no longer terrified. <laughs> I'm s yeah, I think you're going to be in a little bit of trouble given the billions of dollars that just got wasted here. Though then again, I think uh, the scientists earned it with the lack of security features here. Well, listen, like, he just used his banana phone. Mm. It clearly figured out the code. I like it. Some monkey calisthenics. Mm -hmm. He hit Jupiter in, like, five minutes. Yeah, now they're in Saturn. That's definitely how this works. Also, definitely how the rings work when you're up close.
Oh my god. <laughs> a a uh, Pluto planet joke, really? Mm-hmm. Well, of course. You haven't made a lot of progress on the ice cube despite eating it for a while. Also, so many other employees that should have noticed something. And is definitely a task best suited for monkeys. How they couldn't grow those trees without atmosphere. Oh my god, we're doing <laughs> this? Oh no, no. The joke lands the fifth time for sure. Stanley Tucci, why? Why? <laughs> also, I can't even tell that that's Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I don't think he was given this 100%. <laughs> oh it seems like it's the most incredible role he's ever played. Who needs to learn things? What a good lesson. Wait, is he just Harry Potter? Is that the equivalent? He's just relying on his Hermione to remember everything? Yeah, I mean, he was chosen because his family histories made him a chosen one. <laughs> kind of rocket <laughs> he doesn't have insurance he's a government employee doesn't have insurance mm. those budget cuts man none of us gave a shit and now he's acted out who could have seen it coming For some reason, Ham is his best friend. <laughs> I'm smiling this entire time. <laughs> yes, what this situation needs are unnecessary risks added in. No, yeah, there's time for tricks, for sure. Oh, oh, is this is this the moment where they flirt? with each other and they're like oh wait a minute we actually like each other oh, what? oh now he's being a dick again yeah well look man the animation budget <laughs> would have been tough <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how rocket packs work Take that gravity is something I, I like to say every day. I think it's uh it's a good lesson to live by. So is this the moment we get the hidden penis drawing? Mmm. I'm sorry, just, this is a kid-friendly movie. I shouldn't say that. 
I just want Looney Tunes style, just him splatting down on the ground and like being an accordion, wily coyote style. They have so many rockets. <laughs> what a waste of taxpayer dollars. Watch out for that tree. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, no need to look that one through, buddy. Doing great. <laughs> he just opened the gate. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Ah, uh, get it? Cause evolution. Oh, that was a 3D moment. <laughs> We've got a full galaxy on the right. That's how that works. Yeah, fuck you, Hubble Telescope. Get your shit together. Wasn't that decommissioned? <laughs> well, it wasn't taking <laughs> enough selfies. Also, if we're going to do a time-lapse sequence like this, why did they have to rush with the jetpacks? They were presumably well, see, all on the same base. See, he got from Jupiter to Saturn in like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> He's in hyperspace. Mm -hmm. Let's do the time warp again. Oh, hey, Zartok. Oh, it's nice to see he finally stretched his legs out, isn't cramping anymore. And you're gonna get run over. Yeah. Yeah, what powerful beasts you've encountered. Also, yeah, that's a crime, buddy. You better stop. That's some, like, this is like some. OG uh, um, Christmas movie animation. <laughs> this also, is, this, this is like this... Nose Reindeer. Man, you ran into a space alien. What a what a boring day-to-day <laughs> -day encounter that you definitely don't need to do any amount of reacting to. Oh no, he stole my car. <laughs> yeah, good. Insurance joke. The kids will love that. <laughs> I would check your policy. <laughs> oh my god. It's a good thing they made it rhymable, otherwise he'd be in a lot of trouble. I wonder how many children after watching this movie just started repeating that to their family. Uh, that would require people to have watched it. Chase, if you ever have children, is this the first movie you're going to make them watch? <laughs> no, of course I'm going to start with Space Chimps 1. <laughs> Gotta give them background details if it's my kids. <laughs> I don't know what other answer I expected. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? The worst already happened. This, that's why you're here. 
NSC, baby, never stop crunching. What do you think is the world record for number of crunches? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Putty holds it. Well, so the, apparently the record is 45,000, which he beat before the starting scene. Chimps gone wild. How dare you? For kids. <laughs> Better oh start preparing God, the funeral. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Why would you name a monkey Ham? <laughs> it's an ironic name. They named uh, the local pig Chimp to even it out. Also, I love that going through a warp is equivalent to an LSD trip. I was going to say he's gone to plaid. This is how you know that it's really low oxygen right now. Yeah, why didn't you call him once during this whole call, right? Like... <laughs> Shout out to her what for being able to interpret that. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought they could... I should have made my old fashioned a double. It's not too late. It's never too late. Yeah, but the bottle's downstairs. Oh, well then. That was your rookie mistake. I've got the rum right here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I knew the ice would be melted, and like I didn't want to have a whole bar set up here to try and make one drink. I just figured, old-fashioned, it's a nice sipping drink, you know? This will mm. last for an hour. Maybe. Oh, you poor soul. Also, I like to think that Nintendo used this as inspiration for its grass textures for Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> and he's right there. Oh my god, this animation looks terrible. Mm-hmm. It worked out surprisingly well. Else. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that one five times fast. I dare you. So I'm pretty sure the people that wrote this movie just watched Teen Titans. And we're like, hey, what if we do Starfire, but even weirder? Time to go on an adventure. I gotta say, I don't think Zartog's stealth score is pretty high. I, I really feel like he should have spec differently if this is what he wanted to do. Definitely a villain we're meant to take seriously. Coconut? 
What a shocking discovery he's made. I thought he was a master of metal beasts. Mm. And technology. How did he get through? And his little dog, too. You can't convince me this movie wasn't made in the 80s. <laughs> it really was a sharp downgrade from the first film, which already didn't look great for 2008. There you go. We got the flying pink man array, so we did it. Mission accomplished. Let's go home. Now, I gotta tell you, we are about halfway through this film, Walter, and I don't think Zartog struck back once. I think he, he got revenge on that dog. Mm. He got revenge on the wiener dog. I mean, I agree that the design could use some improvements, Zartok. No argument there. It's government utilitarianism. What do you expect? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. All it took was removing one guy and all of our problems were solved. Are there, like, different species on the planet? Yeah. Okay. I mean, how boring would a planet be if it only had one dominant sentient species, right? How lame. I feel like that was a loaded question. I... Listen, if you ran more, you wouldn't have such fucking chicken legs. <laughs> I mean, he was chrome not like 10 minutes ago in universe, so I guess it's, it's understandable. I just don't think I would have jumped on the treadmill in the first place. Not a lot of upside. It's a good thing that the Limbo's, uh, uh, the conga line, I should say, has survived intergalactic travel. So we got that going for us. It's okay. If you remembered, it wouldn't have mattered either. Was he in a different gym? Well, yeah, you gotta have multiple gyms in your chimp facility. Gotcha. Given they only have four employees, that's definitely necessary. So when do Kilwatt and uh, Comet hook up? That's the real question here. When do I see another one of Kilowatt's people? And why is Kilowatt actually the villain of this movie? is a fun thing to experiment with there's nothing ethically uh concerning about this at all 
This looks like they made it in Windows Movie Maker. Well, because that's not a jetpack, but I guess fine. Oh, this is the Avatar animal flight scene. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Got it. Which definitely works with the animation quality being what it is. Yeah, what a nice meditative journey he's been on. <laughs> yes, this... Thanks, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> oh, yes. Vomitron. Yeah. Who doesn't love a jacuzzi, am I right? I don't think I want to go into a monkey jacuzzi, though. No, it seems like the fur would clog up the drain pretty quick. I mean, you're not even hiding the crowbar anymore. It's a back scratcher. By him! You've been burned specifically by him! You know, Staples advertising campaign really took some interesting <laughs> turns. <laughs> he just left him? <laughs> Buddy, pal. Well, yeah, he told him where the fresca and the Sundays were. Chase, the first time you come to my apartment here in Rochester, that's what I'm going to tell you. The Fresca's on the left, the Sunday Bar's on the right. Like, what more do you need from me? Yeah, your mission control is my mission control. I appreciate that generosity. Uh, actually, no. The uh, the Rochester studio cannot be entered by uh, anyone besides myself. Mm, that's for the best. State secrets and all. Hey, we got a snail warriors. Why isn't that a D&D &D monster right there? I want to fight a guy riding a snail. Maybe I'm, next I'm sure expansion. you could create one. Yeah, like, I'm sure you could just make one. Mm. Again, I am super concerned that I haven't seen anybody else that looks like Killalot. <laughs> I think there might have been a couple in the first film, but I don't think a lot, honestly. Nice window screensaver there. Hey, look at our MacGuffin. Have you seen anything like it before? Perhaps? I feel like, uh, you might think of a video game console from around that time that sparks some... What? It looks like a cell phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's why it's the... It's definitely not a Wiimote. I just, why is the B button there? Well, because it needs a trigger, duh. 
My political rivals. Finally, it's my time to shine. I feel like if you could departicalize a planet, you should stop developing that technology. Ah, uh, yes. Now I can finally get my revenge on those Cambodians. <laughs> you cannot imagine the amount of war crimes I can do in such a short period of time. I, Henry Kissinger... Schnitzel fruit, okay. The snozberries take the snozberries. Uh. Mm. You're my special friend. I'm pretty sure. Jeffrey Dahmer said that to people too. Mm. I don't trust. I don't trust this. You don't trust the juggling uh, gummy bears? Interesting. I don't trust any of this. Man, the flubber sequence Are... got weird. <laughs> Are we sure this monkey is not just passed out in the fucking vomitron? <laughs> That's the twist at the end. He's just like drooling in a corner. Yeah, that well to go. Way to go, guys. Dun dun dun. You saw him in the first film. Just want to be on the record about that. Listen, he's a senator. He can't remember important details like that. <laughs> That's for his aides to remember. Exactly. And there's no AIDS in there. By the way, in case you were curious if the aliens could speak English. It's good that alien and monkey are the same language, though. I don't... Why can monkeys understand that? I just... Doesn't sound at all maybe, like the monkeys Maybe it's just that everyone can understand each other except humans. And humans mm. can only understand humans. Maybe it's us that are the flawed creature. I mean, we do seem to be the problem in a lot of instances, so I'm willing to believe that. Also, the Mario Kart Mushroom Speedway map really got an interesting rework recently, huh? There are a lot more mushrooms on the map than I re remembered. I'm glad there's a good sense of urgency. Um, we are well over halfway through this movie, and there has been no interaction between the heroes and the villain. That is correct. Well, no, hold on. Patrick Warburton let him into the secret facility, so we have that. The only facility has been point. him forgetting who the bad guy is from the first film and just <laughs> letting him into the back door here. Well, so did Stanley Tucci. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta have the breakdancing scene. Now, I know what you're thinking. This 
seems like a joke that wore out its welcome already. He's, we're not you have to say I'm not here. fair of the uh, racial stereotyping here. Honestly, there was a more racist song that he did in the first one, to be quite oh frank. Oh my with god. You. This is at least just generically cringe. <laughs> what is happening? Take it to the runway. Runway. I am with you, Zartog. Yeah, honestly, pretty paced. Are we sure Zartog isn't the protagonist? I'm I'm getting convinced he is. Listen, he just wants world domination. <laughs> yeah, the Titanic reference will really sink in with uh, the audience here. It's a good thing the animal isn't particularly sensitive at those tentacles, otherwise it'd be a problem. That's kind of a dick move, bro. <laughs> I mean, whomst amongst us hasn't pretended to uh, fake our death in order to get closer to the person who's trying to hook up with us, right? <laughs> okay, that was a good joke. So much for government oversight. <laughs> that was a good joke. Everybody gets one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It legitimately looks like Zartog has been animated in a completely separate scene and then copy and pasted into the actual movie. Correct. You did nothing. None of this means anything. It's fine. Like, I just got in the ship and it wouldn't let me say no. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Bad joke. Yeah, remember when you almost died? That was so great. They seem to be laughing. That seems wrong in this film. When do you think the last yeah. time anyone said ta-ta for now, unironically? It, wait, there's, there's only... There's an ironic way to say that? I thought it was completely earnest every single time. Mm. 
see that. Buddy. You know, there's one thing about having, like, the dumb protagonist, but this is beyond any dumb protagonist I've ever seen. Oh, there's a spy camera. The monkeys are spying on their co-workers. I never had any. <laughs> what have I done? I mean... Yeah, great point. Maybe you didn't need to bring the villain back to your planet. Good point. Like, you get one point, Ham, for this entire film. <laughs> Why? Thanks for the explanation, buddy. Wouldn't have been able to follow otherwise after it's already happened multiple times. <laughs> Snap out of it, buddy. There's definitely something you can do about this kilowatt. Don't worry about it. Oh my god. You are the only oh one who could take God. down the villain that everyone but you took out last time. And you need to get back to Earth. Immediately. All these people that treated me like shit this entire time. Honestly, I would have so much respect for Comet if he's like, ah, fuck it, and just stays on the film for the rest of the, this planet for the rest of the film. But that would be a terrible lesson to teach the children. As opposed to all of the positive lessons we've gotten so far. I honestly thought we were about to have, pardon my language, a bros before hoes moment there. Mm. Yeah, I think bringing in an alien species is probably a good idea. <laughs> And we're the two best friends that anyone could have. Chase, they're just roommates. Calm down. <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> Why did she just completely lose focus in her eyes? Well, I mean, you I'm... could see it in her eyes. You could see it in her smile. What are your qualifications for this kilowatt? Wait, that... Okay, that... Thrust and flaps and thrust and flaps and thrust and flaps. Why is that the launch phrase? <laughs> <laughs> 
Why can he launch the ship without the fucking security code? <laughs> oh my god, this is so dumb! I don't know, I think this all tracks so far. No, you're not! How? <laughs> what context? Wait, he's the commander? He is. Have you considered that I did a million crunches? <laughs> I do not fear the man who knows a million punches. I fear the man who knows one that he's done a million times. <laughs> yeah, man, that makes sense. No, no. Sleep it off. It'll be better tomorrow. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> this is when the Lana Del Rey sample would come in, right? That seems necessary. Pretty sure that was sexual harassment. <laughs> he didn't finish his training. He doesn't read. I thought I thought this was all autopilot. Yes, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Clearly. <laughs> thought the kilowatt part through buddy honestly meditative statements do work it is a legitimate strategy and honestly the one point of continuity between this film and the last one so i gotta give him point for that one was kilowatt in the previous movie he was indeed well played by a different actress but still gotcha. this tight believe it or not uh kristen chenoweth of all people in the first one. <laughs> At least at this point, Titan, you've acknowledged your mistakes. Does Titan have narcolepsy? Mm. Why, why was he turned into an astronaut if he had narcolepsy? He has been nothing but a detriment at all points of this journey, and he's somehow still the captain. I don't know how it's racist, but it has to be, right? Whatever just happened there. You know, the definition of insanity, Zartog, is trying the same thing over and over again. Buddy. <sighs> Your fucking ego. I also love that that's our one family guy cutaway joke of the film. <laughs> Buddy. 
Maybe he does have an epilepsy. <laughs> Listen, Zartag, I get it. The Wiimote does have terrible aim. Mm. I mean, why not take a crazy chance? Yeah, that's a Jane Lynch line. Then you... Yeah, you got into the wrong job there. I know. I love you. I know, I know. She put on a pretty brave face there. Gotta give her credit for that. I'm gonna have to talk him down. Which they definitely haven't tried before. I have you now. I don't know if any of us can read, actually. We're monkeys. Honestly, what's the difference between him ejecting and him well, see, he's doing space. a landing in this context? He's in space right now, so he'd probably die. But he has to land somewhere, right? Like, you can't just hang out in the middle of space. Like, gravity's a thing. You can't just drop. Oh my god, he's already got some viruses on there. That's probably the most accurate part of all of this. <laughs> yes. Can you land a plane by fear? Is that uh is that in the manual somewhere? Oh god, oh my. good thing it's the same way that sunglasses work, otherwise we'd be in trouble. <laughs> no specifics. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> yeah, he was about to get his one-year chip, too. I appreciate Zartog's appreciation for showmanship. Just letting this happen. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a space hamster, right? I'm pretty sure there was another film around this time that that guy uh, cameoed in. Where did you go now? Where did you go now? <laughs> Maybe we could maybe we could stop now, buddy. 
think you've forgotten the purpose of this performance. <sighs> Very much uh, a flew too close to the sun moment here. I feel yeah, like I feel like that would be easier to pull off. I feel like there is a universe in which Zartag is played by Tim Curry and this movie makes a billion dollars. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot we have a second dance sequence with this guy. Oh, it's a duet, of course. Wait, no, he wanted to be a soloist. This makes no sense. <laughs> ba -da -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> oh, man. That was dumb. That was good, dumb fun. Absolutely. It's a good thing jetpacks definitely work indoors. You know, Zartok's showing a lot of restraint in this moment. And how would he know about the dog? These are the questions that really matter about Space Jumps 2, by the way. You know what's ridiculous? The villain hasn't had his fucking monologue yet. <laughs> well, he tried to have several monologues. It's just no one could understand. We've got like 10 minutes left and he hasn't had a fucking monologue. <laughs> I also don't know why this needed to be a jetpack bottle to dematerialize him. Not even close, baby! Because that's like his gimmick, because he's a jetpack rider. See, you say... <laughs> I, I guess it's been normalized by this point, but jetpacks were not a thing in the first film. Just want to make that clear. So the goal is to run Zartog over with the spaceship, right? That's the play here? Is it? I mean... It's not not the plan. The spaceship, like, it's not choosing to land right now. Mission accomplished. It's a good thing he doesn't have, like, a dematerializer that could destroy the spaceship or whatever. Because that would be a problem. That is some incredible finger strength. Mm. And surprisingly, it didn't take a million crunches to get there. <laughs> crunches don't lead to finger strength, though. Mm. I don't know what crunches have led to in this film, to be fair. Did we really just get a Shining <laughs> reference there? <laughs> we did. Wait, how is he back on the wing? He got knocked down, but he got up again. You're just never going to bring him down. 
I think they just brought him down. I and he's free, free falling. Also, how does it work this way when you're trying to land from from space? <laughs> you gotta get the landing truck. Where else are you supposed to I land? That... <laughs> yeah, there's no landing strip or like an ocean nearby. Gotta hit the truck. It's a good thing you don't need to slow down to land a thing like I mean, this. I mean, it's real good technique. You know, the Fast and Furious films got a little weird towards the end there, huh? Vin Diesel's really grown a lot of body hair. Incredible. So physics, I hardly know. A her. monkey and a fucking space alien can land on a fucking truck, but we can't land SpaceX on a mobile platform. <laughs> well, we don't have the banana berry, Walter. That's the thing we're missing. And I can't believe it's not butter. But we do have our own versions of Zartok. Like, numerous numbers of them. No more fear. Definitely not anything to still be afraid of at this time. Dun, dun, dun. By the way, did not have that several times on the wing. It's a good thing that uh, uh, the, the dematerializer gives you a few seconds to get some plot convenience out of the way. Dance, bitch. I mean, the power of dance has saved us so far. I'm glad you're feeling funny because the movie sure isn't. Oh, hey, look, the 3D! Boom. <laughs> Do you? Best friend. Roommates. Look, I'm sure that reverse engineering a remote should be easy enough. <laughs> None of those words mean anything. Reverse... It's definitely something you could do while specifically picking who to bring back. Honestly, very glad that Kilowatt's now the senator. Of all the people to trust with that. 
Man, this is one hell of a system. <laughs> Mike, check one, two, one, two. We should triple the chimps budget. That seems like the lesson here. See, they should have named the Washington football team the Washington chimps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure the terraforming mission was going well either. It's a good thing that Comet inherently knew how to deprogram an item that he had never seen before in the context of the film before this moment. A very awesome co-pilot. Not a very special co-pilot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's just bring him back again. What could go wrong? Here we go. <laughs> Good old mini Zartag. <laughs> Gotta set up the threequel, right? Chase, I swear to God, if there's a third movie of this... You're going to be shocked to hear this, Walter, but they didn't come back for a third one. Oh, thank away. fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be watching that, let's be real. Oh, my God. I feel like these scientists should not have been allowed to ride the jetpacks. Again, in the context of the film, we know no one in the audience can understand this. But here we go. <laughs> well played, Comet. You did oh, it. Oh my lord. Mission accomplished. We got him. And now he gets to fulfill his dream, I guess? Well, bananas are a drug in this universe, according to the old guy, so. Ah, uh, yes. Everyone's dream to be launched out of a fucking cannon. Feels like they should have practiced this a couple times before we go live, right? Well, clearly he's already been in the cannon before and has practiced because he knew how to fly a rocket ship preparing for a mission, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's launching up. That's all you need. Yes. Reach for the stars and buy candy bars. It just feels like this wouldn't be nearly as cool once you're actually in space, right? 
Also, good thing he didn't have to worry about getting down. I was going to say, where's he going to land? <laughs> they got to get the truck out. <laughs> oh, hey. Can we get a third pissing scene? It's in play. I'm going to say doggy chew toy scene. Uh, flamingo? More like flamingo. <laughs> no, this feels correct. <laughs> up with that guinea pig anyway it's just i think someone spiked my old-fashioned with some fucking drugs <laughs> i mean if you're not ending your movie with a yakety sax montage what are you even doing right watching a good movie <laughs> well walter <laughs> we've done it mission accomplished <laughs> How are you feeling, buddy, now that we've reached the end of our uh, astrological (laughs) journey? Uh, We're we're in the credits now, folks, so so hopefully you're you're at the same spot as us. If not, I don't know how many times you you stopped to laugh and pause the movie. Um, Oh my god, this is is so much worse than Hamlet Vampire Slayer. This is so much worse. (laughs) So much worse. This is the thing. Hamlet the Vampire Slayer is a film? It has, like, parts and, like, a plot that happens in an order that lines up with, like, the way that a story should work. This is a film in which at least half of it is just completely unrelated to the plot that basically doesn't exist outside of the most threadbare, completely coincidental nonsense that could be thrown out there. Chase, there was a plot here? But at least the Wiimote looked cool. I mean, technically, um, it would be hard pressed to tell you what it was outside of the power of the Wiimote, which I think everyone did acknowledge in 2010 already. So I don't think we needed the film for that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Wii was like one of the best selling con- you know, game consoles of all time until the Switch came out. So, oh, my God, that <laughs> is, you know what? The, the context of now adding uh, of you saying, well, at least it's not as bad as Space Chips 2 um, makes an incredible amount of sense. Um, because that movie, you know, sometimes with movies, you're like, okay, if it's a bad plot, you know, bad, you know, maybe the acting is good. I, I can't even just begin to describe what that was, was acting. Um, it was people Mm -hmm. reading lines and, you know, I said earlier, I couldn't even tell that was Stanley Tucci. I think the only, the only two people I recognized voice wise are, duh, Patrick Warburton. Like, there's no way you can't recognize him. And Jane Lynch. Mm -hmm. And even then, yeah. if I hadn't looked at the Both cast, of whom chose to come back to this, which yeah. is wild. That is, that is just, oh my God, Kilowatt is Laura Bailey. Sure is. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. Okay. Wow. I will never, ever be able to watch Critical Role again. Never. <laughs> never. 
Never, ever, ever. Oh, man. No, I'm sure this is one of her proudest moments. I'm sure oh, she would be asked about it. I, yeah. yeah. This is right. It's like being in Dragon Ball Z, um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Space Chimps 2, Zartog Strikes Back. Like one after the other. I, I think I think this is above Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like, I, th- I think this I is mean, second. Like, you can't be Dragon Ball Z, but like, this is second. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Chase! What a what a wild ride we've been I on together. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to say that was a waste of an hour and a half of my life, At which the movie's not that long, but like you know, podcast wise, we're kind of getting to that time frame. But like, here's the thing: like, at least I got to enjoy it with a good friend. I got mm-hmm. to sit down, have a nice drink. And just laugh and, and shoot the shit. Because you can't do this in a fucking movie theater. Like, you can only no. do this from the comfort of your own home. With someone who's probably already seen the movie. So you can, like, just quip back and forth and bounce off of each other. And Well, to be fair, you probably could have done this specific one in theaters. Because no one fucking saw it. So. Is this a film that, <laughs> that would have been, they just immediately turned the lights back on? Or like, when you guys want to leave, you can just fucking leave. Like, we're not even going to bother turning off the lights for this one. Like, just go. Just, when you guys walk out, God. there's, a t- there's like, a, a fucking infrared sensor. And when the last person walks out, the film just automatically shuts off. And we place bets at the theater of how long someone can last watching the movie. I just so badly want the credits to end with, like, a Marvel-style Zartog will return. <laughs> just come on. Zartog will return in, Zart- in the story of Zartog, the prequel you never knew you needed. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was a bold choice when the MCU announced Zartog as their next villain, but I really think it'll work out after seeing this. To be fair, um, though, I would have recognized Zartog over whoever the fuck Harry Styles is playing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, like... Hey, true. That's something. And I would have rather seen this film than Don't Worry, Darling. So really, it's all come together. <sighs> you know, it's a bummer that <sighs> some of the movies that are coming out, there are problems with, and we won't be watching them for this show. Chase, I I think I think the movie I told you about, you have to watch now mm-hmm. after this. Because I... I think that's only fair. I think it's almost as bad. I think it's almost as bad. Wow. I think it's... You... We laughed about the selfie scene in space that that uh, that Comet did. Ladies and gentlemen, the the next movie that I am forcing Chase to watch also has some space scenes, and uh, a dude takes a selfie while he's in space. It happens in that movie as well. That's going to be the connection point: space and selfies in space. I mean, would would you call them spaces or? Yeah, I think you gotta call them spaces, right? I'm pretty sure that's some kind of like designer version of ecstasy. Mm. I don't think we can call it. I mean, that. that probably would have helped the film, honestly. Well, Walter, I appreciate you coming with me on this journey. Amazingly, I want you to think about this now. I've seen this movie at least four times. This was this was this is something I've opted into oh, repeatedly. Lord. Guys, guys, like Unless you're just watching this for the the humor of listening along with us, go watch any of the other movies that we've watched over the last year. 
There's 25 of them. And I'm pretty sure... I don't think there's any of them that are worse than this movie. I think this is the worst. This is 26th for a reason. <laughs> it's 26th in the rankings. Like, I don't think... I don't, I don't think Black Widow gets this close. I don't... Listen, I would rather watch Dune than Space Chimps Tune again. That's... <laughs> But here's the thing, man. You could watch Space Tims 2 twice in the amount of time it took you to watch Dune. Oh, so really, point. I, could get, I think some efficiency. I could get double the pain. <laughs> it's more convenient. Oh, Just get a du- two screens. Watch both Space Chimps films back to back with Dune yeah, on the second you, you know what? You know what? In all honesty, folks, here's what I want you to do. When you get ready to open up, you open up HBO Max, HBO Go, whatever, right? When you open it up, and you go to type Space Chimps 2 in. I want you to instead spell out E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. I just want you to put in everything. And then click on everything everywhere all at once. And please watch that movie instead of this. Please, God, watch that movie for the 50th time instead of watching this one. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, everyone should always watch everything everywhere all at once, regardless of the context. You're not going to get me to argue against that. That's for sure. Oh, my um, Lord. But yeah, this has been... What a way to celebrate a year of doing this, Walter. I have no regrets at all. I think that worked out exactly as we would have hoped. Oh, I... Here, here's to <laughs> another 364 days. <laughs> We'll do just wait time. till I figure out what terrible film to watch next year. Because this is a tradition now. We've established something. Oh, no. And once you establish a precedent, um, oh, no. what more do you need? Oh, no. So join us Join us next year when we watch Citizen Kane on day 363 <laughs> of year two of the Rough Dress uh, Final Cut podcast presented by the Rough Dress Podcast Network. Chase, as we always end things... Uh, give me a rating and give me your social media. <laughs> I mean, it's a perfect 10 for me, obviously. I, I mean, why else would you rewatch a film, uh, this kind of masterpiece of cinema? Uh, no, I mean, it's... Honestly, I think it barely qualifies as a film, so it almost is, like, beyond the rating scale. Um, so somewhere between a 0 and a 10. I, I think I'm, I'm about... It is both and neither to me simultaneously. Space Chimps 2, much like its own um, its own subject matter, vacillates in the empty space uh, between logic and uh, emotional experience to give everything and nothing all at the same time. It is a transcendent film and one that I uh, I I hope everyone listening to this enjoyed as much as i did uh which is to say uh any amount of enjoyment at all uh and if you're very mad at me for making you watch this film uh either you walter or otherwise you could find me at chase wassenaar on twitter you could follow the podcast at rough drafts pod and you can yell at us there for making you watch this terrible terrible film <laughs> uh i am going to quote the great brian alvarez of Wrestling Observer Newsletter, minus five stars. <laughs> it is the first negative rating in Final Cut Rough Drafts history. 
Um, but yeah, I I couldn't think of any better idea to do for for the year mark for the podcast. I couldn't think of a better uh, co-host than Chase. And uh, you know, hey, who knows where we're going for the next year? I can tell you the next movie that we're talking about because now I've conned Chase into it. It's not much better. Mm-hmm. I promise you all, it's not much better. <laughs> you guys can tell me your guesses at C80s underscore LOL. Um, I will tell you, we're going to be in space, and a, a guy is going to take a selfie inside of a spaceship staring at a planet. And until next time, goodbye, Internet. See ya.